This is the first of a series of podcasts from the Australian Wool Innovation and the Livestock Collective Partner Program. This first episode is with Tamika Baker. You can find her in a shearing shed somewhere across WA. She is passionate about encouraging people to consider working within the shearing industry, either as a long-term career option or to lay the foundations for different roles within the wool industry. And she shares today her advice for those starting out and what's the first step to take when you want to get work in a shed. As many could understand, Tamika was outpushed for the recording of this podcast, so we ask you to excuse a couple of glitches where we were up against limited signal. I would like to welcome our guest for today, Tamika Baker. Hello, Tamika. Hi, Tiff. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, thank you for your time. Now, let's get straight into it. Tell us a little bit about you, who you are and where you're from and what you do. So I am currently 21. I'm a full-time wool classer in the wheat belt. I've been classing for about three years now. Um, I was born and bred in Perindry, which is in the central Midlands area, so closer to Geraldton than where I currently am now. I moved in about 2011 when I was about eight or nine years old as my dad is a shearer and we had to move because there wasn't enough work up for the shearing industry up there or the sheep were basically down south a little bit so I've been there for about I'd say 10 years and now I'm currently living in Wild Catchum with my partner who owns a farm and operates a mixed enterprise. Amazing now this is a question we ask all of our guests and I think it's the hardest question describe yourself in three words. Oh that's a bit tough. It is tough. Um, but I'd go I'm a I'm pretty dedicated into my work life and my family. Um, I'm pretty passionate, so obviously been classing for a while and I've been brought up in the shearing shed, so I love everything about it. And I have other people say to me that I'm a pretty bubbly personality, so I think I'll just round my top three off with that. Yeah, no, I think I think all of those things. Now, you spoke about how your dad is a shearer. So did you grow up in the sheds and was it something you always knew that you wanted to be? Where does the passion stem from for the wool industry? Oh, definitely. So my dad, he's been shearing since he was about 11 years old. So I could say I was basically born and raised in the shearing shed and some might not agree to a childhood, you know, being an upbringing in a shearing shed, but he's been shearing all of his life. And when I was a kid, I, um, you know, was jumping on the broom. I was stacking bellies up for um, the other shed workers. And one of my probably highlights is I shore my first sheep when I was three years old and I got paid by the farmer so that was pretty cool but obviously you know dad helped me with it because you know a little three-year-old can't really handle a sheep <laughs> but that's probably one of my biggest highlights that I've had in my life. It's safe to say you made your debut into the uh, wool industry at the age of three then. Yeah definitely. I love that. And ever since then I've just loved it and I've just stuck with it. That's amazing. So um, you mentioned you're a classer. Now, we've got you here on the podcast. This is a collaboration between AWI and the Livestock Collective. And how does someone, how does a young person, how did you get your foot in the door in becoming a classer? Or how does someone become a shearer? So it was quite easy for me, obviously, having contacts and, you know, my dad being a shearer, so I could just easily go out to work with him. Yeah. But I think nowadays getting people into the industry is one of the hardest things we've had 
to do and try and navigate around it. But I would honestly say, so AWI, they offer training courses and workshops all throughout Australia and, you know, me being in WA, there's shearing schools happening every week around the whole state. So if you're like, you know, interested or in doing something like that, I'd highly suggest going and signing up for one of those training workshops. So you would have accredited trainers there that will help you, guide you and give you a step-by-step into obtaining, you know, like how to shear a sheep to a novice level so that, you know, you can only do maybe 20 in that day, but they'll progress you up into bigger numbers and do it properly to meet the standards that we expect in the shed these days. Yeah. So someone's just joined a shearing team. They want to starting as a rouseabout or a wool handler per se. What would the first day of work look like for them? So the first day would look like you'd get a bit of, well, you'd obviously, you know, wake up early. (laughs) So we, we always eight hour working days. Um, but you'd rock up to the shed, you know, you're a little bit nervous. You would go and talk to your wool classer, who's the pretty much the boss of the shed. Um, you would ask them, you know, what do they expect? How does the team work? You would then go um, and say, look, you know, I'm pretty nervous. I'm not too sure what to do. They will normally, you know, give you a guide of what to do, where things go, how to do it. And if they're not too sure of themselves, they will actually organise somebody from AWI who's an accredited trainer and they will come out to the shed to you and just focus on you and your So that's pretty cool about the industry these days is you can have a one-on-one training. progress. Yeah, that's really cool. And now we, I initially met you, I think it might have been at a shearing competition at a show, and I believe that's something that you're really passionate about. And I that could be a way someone could perhaps create a network of people in the wool industry. Could they approach, tell us a little bit about the shows, the competitions, and is it okay if someone comes up to you at a show and says, can I have a job? Oh, most definitely. A lot of contractors, which are people who organise like the sheds and everything else, they normally sponsor um, shearing and wool handling competition shows throughout the state that you live in. Um, If you're literally just interested and you're like, hey, look, I have got no idea about, you know, shearing or wool handling, but I want to have a crack at it and I just want to try it, they will most definitely take you on if you're to stick around and you know having a good hard crack you can come to shows observe them even enter in them if you'd wish to like we are so opening and welcoming other new people coming into the industry because it's just an ongoing job that I don't think will ever die out so yeah and what's your favorite things about your job so about your job as a class specifically and about working in sheds so I love seeing the diversity in the different wool types and different sheep from different regions. I just love the probably the networking as well between farmers and new staff coming in and out of the sheds every day and most of all about the travelling. You wouldn't think that, you know, being in a stinky old shearing shed is, you know, a glamorous job, but you can travel all around the world. You can travel all around Australia doing it. And I reckon if you're young and um, you know, you want to travel, but you also want to get some money on the side and have a new experience. Definitely getting into the shearing sheds is one way to see the world, I think. So you're, you've just, they've just done their shearing school or they've approached a contractor at a show and said, right, I'm ready to learn. What's the very first uh, step that you envisioned them taking? 
So you would contact your contractor and ask for when their starting date is, you know, when you're available and when there's a free stand for then to go on to and start practicing and working on your shearing numbers that you can accumulate. It's not going to happen over, you know, one night. You're not going to be 300 sheep a day shear overnight when you're only just starting out. I wouldn't compare yourself to people who have been shearing for, you know, over 30 years. I'd say take one step at a time and just work for yourself. Yeah, definitely. So you would definitely have to work hard and you're obviously starting at the bottom. So working your way up to the top is going to be a bit tough. But once you're started and once you get in there, it's just easy and it's pretty cruisy from there on up. Yeah, and um, you mentioned earlier it's it's similar to a trade. So you have an apprenticeship, but also the purchasing of tools. So that is that something you accumulate, you know, your your combs, your cutters throughout the learning process. Yeah, definitely. So shearing is actually quite expensive, and the tools you use are very expensive. Combs, I think these days for one comb, it's nearly fifty dollars a comb, and a shearer will use. I would say eight of them a day and cutters are near on $10 now, I think, or just under, and they could use anywhere from 20 to 50 of them a day, depending on the condition of the sheep. So if you get pretty tough shearing sheep, you're going to use more of them. And, you know, every night you've got to go home and sharpen up your combs and cutters and that takes time and a bit of dedication into it. So if you're really passionate about starting in the industry and you really want to get in there, it's nothing really to worry about, but it will accumulate over time and you would build yourself up to where you need to be later on in the game. Yeah. And where's your favourite place that you've travelled to? My favourite place, I think, is when I got up in the national circuit to represent WA and I went over to South Australia and they have quite different sheep compared to the wheat belt but over there their wool is just amazing it's fine wool and it's very greasy which is what the ideal type of wool is for that region and just the green hills and all that but compared to over here you breed bigger sheep Um, your sheep have a bit more dust in them because it's very dry out here and she's quite sandy and plain which is not desirable for my liking but it works for me so I love it either way yeah and um what advice do you have to your younger self or someone who is just starting out I'd say don't compare yourself to other people I know I've done that a lot when I was younger you know why aren't I as good as this person but I'm comparing to myself to a 30 40 year old have been in the game for about 20 or 30 years so I'll just say go easy on yourself if you really want it you'll get to where you want to be when you get there Mm, that's a great piece of advice and now careers careers in the wool industry they don't start and end in the shed what are um, some other you know things that people can do their apprenticeship say a few years in the shearing shed what else what else is out there career-wise I believe you have an interest in ag education for example yeah definitely so my career aspirations personally is I want to go out to schools and I want to teach people about the wool industry and the shearing industry um just educating the younger generation and anybody else who's not in schools and whatnot to hopefully get them a better idea and understanding of how we work so we don't have so much 
um, conspiracies on things that we do and give them actual facts and hopefully get them an interest into the industry. But there's also heaps of stuff. So you can branch off into wool buying, which is, you know, you're not even in the shearing shed. Um, so you can go work for elders or nutrients. You could also get involved with AWI. They do um, trainers. You can then, you know, teach schools and go out and about and see different people and different abilities. Go do that. You could also even be a fashion designer and you can still be involved with the wool industry because you're dealing with fabrics and all that. So you're basically dealing with the end line of the product that the shearing shed starts off with. So I think that's pretty cool. And I guess I just think that it just doesn't start and stay in the shearing shed. You know, yeah. there's just so much more out there that yeah. need to be aware of. I think it's um it's a habit we get into when we think about careers in the wool industry. We think, oh, that's just limited to the shearing shed, which is an incredible place yeah. to start. Um, as you've described, uh, it sounds like an epic place to have a childhood, and I'm sure many people are envious. And I think there's something about the energy in the shed, you know, the music, the smell, the hard work, the satisfaction that comes from that. It's almost addictive. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't really want to be anywhere else. Like, I love it, just the atmosphere, the hard work and the um, satisfaction, like you said, at the end of the day when you've worked all those hours and you just sit back and you're like, yep, we did a good job today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I'll um, a funny question to end it in, and I'm going to spring this one on you. What's your favourite thing about wool? My favourite thing about wool, I think... It would actually have to be the smell and oh, it's really funny to say so, really good for your skin and beauty. So I'm so thankful every day that I've actually got pretty clear skin and i got pretty <laughs> nice skin from the wall. So I think that's just a really and weird and there's awkward. There's no other reason to pursue a career in the shearing sheds. It's uh, to have nice skin, you think. <laughs> yeah, definitely think about that but the lanolin so like the nutrients in the wool it's very good for your skin and it's getting used as makeup products so now it's pretty cool and pretty quirky so <laughs> love that um now thank you so much for your time uh so very grateful particularly because i you've been on the road a lot as you've said uh that's it's a it's a career where you get to travel so no very grateful for that what time yeah. What time do you have to get up tomorrow morning to head to a shed? Well, the average timing I'm at the moment is about half past three in the morning, only because we are at a shed two hours away and I come home every night. So do have to sacrifice a bit of work, but I wouldn't have it any other way. No, that's epic. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. No worries. Thank you, Tiff. Thank you so much, Tamika. What a career and what a life. If you are looking to pursue a career within the wool industry, we have provided some helpful links in the show notes that include more information on the training days we've just chatted about and the resources to support you that are out there. Stay tuned for more episodes part of the AWI and TLC Partner Programme.